0: Hello everyone, my name is David Mancini and I am Director of the uh, Music Division at uh, Southern Methodist University, the Meadows School of the Arts, and I am very, very happy to uh, uh, be sharing my time this morning with uh, Mr. Wilfred Roberts, who is um, uh, adjunct professor of bassoon, and he has been uh, with us here at uh, the Music Division since 1967 and he is retiring uh, this year. Uh, Will uh, became Principal Bassoon of the Dallas Symphony Orchestra in 1965, and his 50-year tenure as Principal Bassoon is, in fact, the longest on record for any major orchestra. I'd like to ask Will uh, about his early career and what brought him to uh, the Dallas Symphony in Meadows. Will? Will?
1: Well, what what brings you to the Dallas Symphony and and, and, and Meadows is the job, the 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 format th- the in the '60s and the format today is uh, a job opening gets posted. They hold auditions, and um, if you win the audition, you go to the job, and and that's that's what happened uh, with, with the Dallas Symphony position as principal bassoon, um, and then. Uh, the, the, the SMU, the 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 Meadow School, um, the music division of the Meadow School, uh, is is actually very fortunate to to have uh, uh, many of the principals uh, of of the DSO uh, as adjunct uh, adjunct teachers for their specific instrument. And so once I uh, once I came to principal bassoon and DSO, then a natural a a, a natural move as it came about was to join the faculty of the Meadow School.
0: Tell us how, what brought you to the bassoon? Uh, How did you get started on that instrument? I got drafted. Um...
1: As uh, as you know, I have a farm in the mountains of North Carolina. It's been my family for four generations. It's my farm now. it's it's in the mountains. I, I grew up in a town, a uh, small town, that um, at the time uh, had... And it's still... A, it, 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 the the school doesn't exist anymore. The high school or the program didn't exist. It was a very famous high school band program. Uh, a small town in the mountains. Lenore, North Carolina. And um, uh, as... Um, Uh, as I was about to uh, go into the ninth grade, um, the the band director said, well, we want you to play the bassoon next year. How do you feel about that? Fine. Let's do it. And so he gave me um, um, an instrument, a bassoon, two reeds and a fingering chart and that was it we, we didn't have private teachers I, an, an instrument to region of fingering chart and, and and i was off
0: yeah had you played another instrument before yes
1: then? yes um uh i had in, uh, in 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 junior high school i had played <laughs> you're going to think i'm making this up i had played a double bell euphonium it's a euphonium with yeah, it, it, I'm, I remember I'm sir- those. Yeah,
0: I also played euphonium. When yeah. I was double bell. High you push school.
1: the push that fourth <laughs> valve, and it comes yes. out the little bell. The
0: little bell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We used to call it the two-headed euphonium. Yeah, <laughs> there we go.
1: Yeah, that's what I started out on. Oh, I have no idea whether I was good or bad. You know, uh. but then um, in 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 high school, I I don't I don't know that I was ever serious about the bassoon. It was just something that I. Took to that, uh, and I you know I, I didn't I didn't know if I had any uh, aptitude on for the bassoon or not. It was just something I did. I guess other people thought I that it was probably something I would uh, concentrate in. But I I didn't I had uh, I uh, but even my senior year in high school I had no intention of uh, uh, majoring in music, majoring bassoon. Actually, I was going to go to. North Carolina State, and majoring in agriculture mm. until uh, about um, March of my senior year in high school. And some, somebody suggested that I, you know, you ought to go to Oberlin. And I thought, well, that's probably a good idea. I didn't know how to spell it, but uh, so I went to Oberlin, and, and that was it.
0: Is that where you, you started working with your first real teacher yes. at Oberlin? Yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, never, never had a real teacher until mm-hmm. I until I went to Oberlin. Yeah, was it was a great experience.
0: What was your uh, prior uh, position before coming to the uh, DSO and Meadows? Uh, I was uh,
1: my first job out of school was uh, the Buffalo Philharmonic. Uh, I, actually, the first thing I did out of school was to go on the Boston Pops Arthur Fiedler tour that That sounds all, you know, very impressive at the time, believe me, it was not it was <laughs> they, when, when you went on the on the Fiedler Pops tour, you you, you toured as a Boston Pops tour orchestra of, but Fiedler basically picked up young kids who were waiting for the career and um, were willing to ride a bus all day. And so that's the first thing I did. Um, then then, then the, 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 the Buffalo Orchestra season started. I, actually, before that, um, in my junior year in, at Oberlin, I, uh, I was in Salzburg, and I was at the right place at the right time, and I was principal bassoon of the, uh, of the what was then called a Camerata Academica in Salzburg. Now it's the Salzburg Chamber Orchestra. So I, I, I was principal bassoon of that for a year, but that was while I was in school.
0: Uh, as you mentioned, uh, our faculty is uh, graced with the presence of, of many of the uh, principal players of the, uh, uh, the Dallas Symphony, and, and it's been a long and fruitful uh, relationship uh, between uh, our division and, and the Dallas Symphony. Uh, how have uh, you seen uh, the, the changes uh, over the years uh, from the 1960s to now in, in the Meadow School? good question
1: i if 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 you were to force me to say what's the biggest change it would be in the level the quality of students that come in um as the music school grows uh and i don't mean just grows in size i i, I mean it grows grows in quality um the the uh the the the, the the level of students coming in is is uh, is is so high that that the the, the students who audition here I should say the students who get in are on that top level of um of students going into the major music schools all over the country mm-hmm. in in 1965 it, that was not the case right we right. had to in 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 the 60s we really had to um uh, go out and round them up and get them in here. But now, now they they audition for for a spot in, in the various studios, and it's the students who come in are of the highest level.
0: Uh, speaking of students, since you've been here so long, uh, Will, uh, it's always amazed me how uh, the uh, the bassoon world uh, around the country and even the world is filled with people who have some kind of connection uh, with you, whether they be former students or students of former students. Can you give us some idea of the extent uh, of this uh, Wilfred Roberts network uh, around the world?
1: Well, when you're as old as I am, it has to happen. I mean, <laughs> uh, that, that's good. I, um, yes, I have a lot of students... Um, In major jobs, I have uh, students of students who are in major jobs. Um, Major jobs uh, doesn't mean just orchestras, it also means college positions. it also means arts and arts management. I have, uh, I have former students... Actually, uh, l- l- let me sidetrack for a moment. I-, I-, I have always believed that it's... That it's um, yes, when a student comes to me um, uh, to study bassoon, I have an obligation to, um, to-, to make them as good a bassoon player, to help them become as good a bassoon player as I can at the same time. I also have an obligation, and I and I firmly believe this, to to steer them in the right direction for a career. Uh, the right direction does not mean the same thing for every student. Every student is uh, is is not going to get a job in uh, in a major orchestra to start with. Jobs don't happen very often in a major orchestra that in, in major orchestras the the jobs are so good now that people stay forever uh, and so openings just don't come about very often so uh and some students uh their 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 personalities their strong points are are uh, are, are are pushed much more toward the college field and that has to ha- that that's a natural natural a natural thing to happen and actually some students um, and I don't want to mention names. I'm not going to mention names because I know I'll forget somebody. Uh, but, yes, there's a, a lot who are in orchestra jobs. There's a lot who are in college jobs, major college jobs, and there are actually a, a, a significant number who are in um, arts management jobs because uh, it, it's, it, it's not uncommon for me to to – to see uh, the ability of a student to to be in charge of something and to to, to take it from its its roots and actually make something happen, uh, and 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 that's that's the student that I push toward arch management, frankly.
0: How long does it take you to size up the uh, orientation of a student, uh, as you've talked about, uh, that they uh, might e- may, might be great performers or they might be uh, more suited to management positions, arts management positions. How mm-hmm. long does it take you to get to know yeah. a student to that effect?
1: Um, well, I, I think it happens in stages. The the the, the 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 first thing that I'm looking for when a student uh, auditions for me, the first thing I'm looking for is talent. I mean, you can't beat talent. It just you look for talent. I don't always look for the most advanced player. I'm more likely to look for talent. Um, I do do not, when when that student auditions for me, I do not look for the student that I think is going to turn into, um, uh, is going to be guaranteed of a career or turn into the best player because now you're talking about unknowns. Um, you're, you're, once the student gets there I very quickly find out uh, and this happens within actually this happens within a few weeks I very quickly find out what the work ethic is and after, after the talent then the work ethic is is crucial and you find that out very quickly I'm I'm not the easiest teacher for the student to get along with um it's I I, I'm, I I don't think i'm a nasty guy but at the same time <clears throat> i'm not the um I, i'm not the i'm not the easiest teacher for for a student to, um to a, for a student to accept um I, I, i'm a pretty demanding teacher and you find out very quickly what that student is made of uh, i'm i'm demanding because uh, the the the, the the performing performing world the college world is very demanding and along the way I will also find out sometime during that first year if the student really ought to be aiming for what he's in school for um, if I find out that that student uh, becomes becomes a unknowingly becomes a leader uh, amongst the rest of the students, then you start looking for, for different things. You start looking for uh, different alternatives for that student. Now, it th- might be a leader, but might be one of the great players in the nation, which, which happens. Um, if they're really that great a player and if they really progress that quickly, um, then you let then you let the uh, the, the process take care of itself. Yeah. If they if they reach a plateau, then you start to look for for other venues for that student. I, I just I've never believed that my main job is there to turn out bassoon players in in major orchestras that's what I'm, I teach them how to play the bassoon in, in in the process of that I find out what they're best suited for
0: I think that's an attitude that that we see very often in the finest uh teachers um any in any field um I can attest to the fact that uh, none of your students have ever called you a a, a mean uh guy or <laughs> a mean teacher have you noticed any differences um between the students that you had when you first started here in attitude uh, and the students you've you've taught in recent years how uh, is there are there any differences in the way they approach uh, the 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 process of of uh, teaching and learning
1: um yes and no when i first started teaching here we weren't blessed with that high level of um Young bassoon players, um, <clears throat> as that changed, and it ch- and I would and it, it did change f- fairly quickly. Uh, I would say within you know ten or fifteen years that changed. Um, mind you, now I've been, when I say some people don't think ten or fifteen years is a, is is a short period of time, but when you've been teaching for five decades, ten or fifteen years is a short period of time. Um, I. I I do think um, that uh, there, there's there's th- and and I caution when I go around the country to do master classes or meet up with students uh, from other schools. I caution them against, and and now you you the question you've asked me you, you're going to get a little bit of a sermon. Um, I caution them, students nowadays. As good as they are, and as talented as they are, students nowadays ex- expect things to be um, fed to them. And you can talk to any of my students, and they, he's not going to feed you anything. Um, you, uh, the, the 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 greatest bassoon players, are the are the ones who have taken what. Uh, uh, a good teacher has told them, and then they magnify it. They 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 don't wait for somebody to spoon feed them. And one of the first things that that I tr- try to get a new student, if I if I sense that a, a new student coming in wants to be spoon fed, we very quickly have a day of reckoning because uh, i i i don't put up with that they it's it's not the right it's not the right thing for them to expect i do think that that, that a lot of students the young students coming in today um expect to be spoon-fed a little too much hmm. uh, they they didn't used to do that
0: but do you approach graduate students differently from undergraduate oh yes uh, students in what well, ways
1: well um, yes and no. Uh, w- when I teach a student, whether they're an incoming freshman or whether they're a, a new grad student, the, the 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 fundamentals of playing the bassoon, the fundamentals of playing any instrument is is, is what I stress. It's just that when you when you uh, w- when you're dealing with uh, 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 an incoming freshman you're just uh, uh, that it's a constant sermon of no you cannot you cannot play that out of rhythm you you, you that, that's out of tune you just you, it's a constant sermon um you you have to deal with the the fundamentals of of reed making and when um when you're uh when you're dealing with an uh, an incoming graduate student what you hope is that that yes you do have to remind them there's n- there's there's no way around fundamentals rhythm intonation um make sure you're doing everything right we won't talk i, I don't want to talk about uh, i don't want to talk about subjective interpretations un- until you can play in tune and play in a rhythm but then then we'll then we'll talk about the rest of it and and yes you 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 have to you you have to deal with uh, f- uh, incoming freshmen um in a more constant um uh that th- that attitude of constant uh discipline has to be always uh, uh has to be they have to be always reminded uh, and you hope that grad students are, are don't have to always be reminded of that.
0: Do you, did you ever find yourself in in vehement disagreement with a with a teacher that that a uh, an incoming student might have had in the past that's caused you some a, difficulty? A,
1: a great question. Uh, um, you're talking about, for instance, if a, a, a if, if, a, if a, a new grad student comes in and he's a, a hot shot from whatever mm, school, right? No. Not really. Uh, first of all, uh, once you get to a, to, to a high level of playing, whether it's a grad student, there are different ways of doing things. Uh, there, there are different way, ways of making reads. There, you're, there, th- 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 there are different ways of producing sound. Uh, if I sense that there's, if, uh, l- l- let's say, a student auditions to, to, to come in as a master's degree or an artist diploma. If I sense that there's going to be a problem of completely reversing something, actually I don't take them, mm. so uh, that oh, because yeah, it, it's just mm. uh, it, I, I I don't want somebody to come in and I have to teach. I, I don't, I'm not interested in teaching them how to play the bassoon again because you're you're going to get into conflict. No, I just I, I, and I think that's one. Uh, for, I, I think the re- the reason I don't. Um Find that as a problem is first of all that I realize there are different ways of doing things uh, and then if I sense that uh, that there's going to be a problem, I actually don't take them
0: one of the things that uh your colleagues in in the orchestra past and 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 more recently have have uh, always uh, said was that that as a bassoonist your your sound uh is just right for uh... for an american symphony orchestra is that something that you think about and try to communicate to your students or is there some other way you approach the development of a student's individual sound profile uh... yeah that's a tough question it's a
1: good question but it's a tough question you have to remember that the sound is a uh, a sound is first a concept Um if um uh it, 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 the, 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 the you have to you have to work for the the, the a person a, a fine player has a sound concept then he works for a way to get that sound concept if you if you uh, if you listen to pinka Zuckerman play the violin or the viola mm-hmm. The sound is always going to be a certain way it's his sound it's his uh, it mm. it it's his sound concept if you uh if you if you if if you listen to me play if you were to listen to bernard garfield who who's a, 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 another famous bassoon player and retired if you if you listen to george Gosley another famous bassoon player but retired and the the list goes and i shouldn't have just mentioned those there's any number they have a they have a certain sound they have a certain they have that certain sound. They were great players, but they have that certain sound because that's their concept of sound. And then they, they come up with a piece of equipment, the instrument, and the the, the, the reed that allows them to get that certain sound.
0: So their concepts might differ, uh, yes. uh, but they, they work consistently toward achieving that. That yeah, concept in their the, the, playing. The,
1: the concept of sound mm. is is the, the, the most important thing to start with, and then you you work for the right equipment, um, uh, the, the right read concept that mm. will help you get that sound.
0: Is that something you you can teach a student, or is that something that uh, that you watch develop on its own? The the great ones it develops.
1: Mm. You. <clears throat> I, d- I do not insist, as an example, I do not insist that my students play the same kind of a reed I play. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the vast majority of uh, of bassoon players, student and, and professionals, uh, totally shy away from the, the, the style of reed that I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's a, the, the, the style is is too resistant for for it, it, it makes you blow a little too hard. It's a little too resistant, makes you work a little too hard. But um, I, the, uh, when you talk about the sound that a student produces, I try to get them to uh, to figure out what what they want to sound like and then, uh, as long as your instrument is capable of producing that, then you you work with there are different kinds of reeds that that, 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 that you can make to um, uh, to produce the to produce the sound that you want. I mean, if you were to if you were to line up uh, you know fifteen or twenty of my best students over the years, and I don't know who those fifteen or twenty would be, you would find that they all sound a little different. Mm. <laughs> It's just I, I don't want them to sound sure. the same I, sure. they, they just they just don't I mean I but when when I was in school I, I, I kind of along that line I kind of benefited and I, I tell this to my students I, I benefited all of us who were young players um, in the 60s 50s and 60s we benefited from the fact that the the, the top Five or six bassoon players in 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 the United States were as different as night and day. Mm. If you if you listen to them play, my God, it was just it was the sound was completely different. If you if you they played they, they played they may have played the same brand of instruments, but their instruments were different. Mm. Um, if you looked at their reed, uh, you'd you think, oh my God, is that, the, is, that a, is that a bassoon reed? I mean, if you looked at uh, I use the, the the name that George Gosley and Bernard Garfield, if you looked at one of George Gosley's reeds and you you looked at one of uh, Bernard Garfield's reeds, the you know at the same time you'd think, oh, do they do they go on the same instrument? <laughs> it, it's just that these are the these are the these are the way these that this is the way these 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 men. Um, produce the sound that they produce, and and and, and Leonard Sherer, Sherman Walt, all many many, many people the same way. Um, one of the things that is different um, when uh, when I was in school, the uh, amongst the leading bassoon players in the country, there were no women. Now. The, 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 many of the women are the are the great players uh it, it, it that and that's but that's because uh, that's because of the people who studied the bassoon probably mm-hmm. you know and and th- there was uh, in 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 the in those days in the 50s and 60s there um th- th- there was a feeling uh, that they should have have a man there but that changed when I first came to the orchestra when I first came to the Dallas Symphony I noticed the Dallas Symphony had a a a, a, a very large uh presence of uh, women in the orchestra. Mm. Uh even in the even in the winds, even in the woodwinds. Um, uh, but uh oh for the last 30 or 40 years uh, the the women bassoon players they, they occupy the, the 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 great positions in the country. Sure.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh Speaking more generally, what what are some of your fondest memories of of uh, working uh, here in in Meadows in the music division? Uh, well, the 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 fondest memories,
1: um, uh, of course, come from the 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 co- collegial atmosphere of the faculty, but I would have to say. The great memories come from um, knowing what the the great students have done after they, after they get out. I mean, that's that's the thing I take the most pride in.
0: And you maintain fairly close contact with many of your oh, yeah. past students. That's, oh, yeah. uh, that's remarkable among uh, um, teachers, I think. I, I say I maintain...
1: <laughs> um, I, yes, I maintain it, but I kind of expect them to get in touch with me. Mm. I, I, you know, I, and they do. Yeah, I, mm. I mean, I, I I didn't babysit them while they were in school, and I'm not going to babysit them now. I, I I kind of expect them to get in touch with me, and yes, they do.
0: Do they often ask for professional advice in, the, oh, yeah. in their own careers?
1: Oh yes, and they 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 come back into town.
0: Um, mm,
1: you know, not just two or three years later, but uh, twenty years later for a little coaching session. You mm. know, oh yeah, mm. and that—that—that that, that I love. I love it. Mm.
0: So, uh, what are your plans now after retirement?
1: I don't know. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> 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 oh, I have. Um, uh, um, of course, uh, uh, you know, I retired from the DSO in uh, in 2015, October of 2015. Um. And now that I'm retiring from teaching too my my kids and my grandkids are spread all over the country mm. um, i'm I'm constantly going to them and doing things with them um, i have uh, I have a lot of friends all over the country that I like to go and visit. I have a farm in the mountains in North Carolina that I like to spend time at um, there's a, a a beach house on on the coast of South Carolina that belongs to one of my sons that uh, I love to spend time at. Um, my wife and I love to go to to to, to, to Michigan. Um, she has uh, she has relatives that live on a lake in northern Michigan. They're just I'll travel, I, I, I and mean, I, travel to me doesn't mean getting on a cruise next week. Travel to me means going where I want to tomorrow. You know. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, or not going where I want to. You know, sounds good. Yeah, I I plan <laughs> on enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, as you finish your career uh, here at SMU, do you have any parting words of advice for students and colleagues? Oh, for students, yes. Play in rhythm. Play in tune. <laughs> We'll second that. Yeah.
1: You know, play in rhythm, play in tune. Don't, don't try to impress me with anything else. Once you can play in tune and play in rhythm, then we'll talk about the rest of the stuff.
0: How about <laughs> your colleagues? Um, be
1: serious with your students. Don't, don't necessarily, yeah, be, be, uh, be human, but uh, they're, not in, uh, they're not interested in you being their friend. Um, be serious with them. Make them do things right.
0: Will, it's, it's been a pleasure talking with you uh, today, and, and uh, you have been one of the uh, most important and influential faculty members here at the uh, Metta School of the Arts and Music Division, and, and uh, I consider you a personal friend, and, and uh, I wish you all the best in retirement and um, much success uh, for you and your students uh, in the future. Thanks again. Wilford Roberts, retiring professor, adjunct professor of bassoon at the Meadow School of the Arts. Thank you, David. Thank you, Will. Thank you, David. I will, I will miss
1: you, and I will miss uh, the, 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 the contact uh, that I had with the students and the, the, uh, the faculty members that, uh, that I've enjoyed so much over the years.
0: Thank you, Will.